Hey guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Alyssa. Welcome back. Are you saying that to our listeners or to me or both? Well, I was saying it to Emily, but also to our listeners. Well, thank you. I'm back. It's good to be back. I was just saying it's good to be back hearing my own voice in the headphones. <laughs> Does it make you sound uh, narcissistic at all? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a fact. It's true. It's no, up. I've missed you. I'm sure our listeners have as well. Yeah, sorry I was gone, but thanks for taking over, and thanks to Natika and Hannah and Slim for being on our last podcast. You guys had some interesting conversations. They played through. Here's some, here's the cards we talked about. So anyway, you were off though, doing something probably a lot more fun. I was off gallivanting around the Pacific Northwest. It was fun, and we did a lot. We were in a lot of places. It was kind of exhausting by the end of it. We were ready to go home, which is why we sat in the airport for a thousand hours. But (laughs) we were in, Matthew, my husband and I were in Portland and we visited some friends there and kind of explored the city. And then we did some hiking and sightseeing. And then we drove down the coast of Oregon and stayed in a couple coastal towns, which I did not realize that if you're on the coast of Oregon year round, it's like between 50 and 65 degrees. Burr, so not like super warm like I would think. So not super warm like on the beach, but I mean it only gets down to like 45, 50 degrees right. so in December. Right. But it's pretty gloomy, like it wasn't super sunny at all when we were there. But it's crazy because there's all these coastal towns and it's it's beautiful, like the beaches and the areas so beautiful it wasn't super crowded there was like plenty of people there but it's just interesting because i feel like any other town that's probably why california is so busy and trafficy all the time is because people want to be on the beach when it's warm and here there's all these beautiful beaches but they're beautiful because no one has developed them really because there's like it's only 65 degrees so it's not like people are like hanging out on the beach yeah but it's beautiful we went to astoria oregon which is where the goonies was filmed which I've never seen that. I've never seen it either. Okay. And it's just one of those things where like you kind of pride yourself on not having seen it. Yep. At this point. Yeah. yeah. You're holding out. It was like friends for me for a long time, but now I've seen all friends. Anyway, it was a really weird town. Like it was very gloomy and we heard from a couple of people that we should go there that it was cool. And it's on the Columbia River, which is cool because it's like one half of the river is or one side is Oregon and one side is Washington. So you can like see across and there was a, we drove across a bridge that went from state to state, but that was like all there was. There was like a restaurant and a brewery and like a really weird looking city center. Interesting. And maybe it's just only cool if you've seen the Goonies and it's like that. Maybe, but then we looked it up and the the Goonies is supposedly set in Astoria, Oregon, but was filmed mainly in Cannon Beach, Oh, so Oregon, it wasn't even like you which could is go like to certain spots. an hour or so like south of there, which we drove through, but I don't know. Interesting. Good story. So not your favorite place. No, it was weird, but it was <laughs> fine because we needed a day to just like hang out because we've been going, going, going and there wasn't much to see there and we did not care. Yeah. And then we were in Seattle for a wedding. One of my high school friends got married in Seattle so it was fun. Got to see some friends I haven't seen in a while. And by the time it was over, we were really ready to come back home and get back to real life. We had an 11.55 p.m. flight. Oh, my gosh. Which, when I booked it, it was like the cheaper option. And 
I was like, this is fine. We'll just have an extra day. We won't have been in Seattle that long. So we'll just have an extra day to explore and go do whatever we want. But we woke up the next morning after the wedding. Like, we just need to get out of here. Yeah. And so we called to see if we could get on the earlier flight. And they were like, well, we can't tell you anything. You just have to come here and see. So we went. We returned our rental car. We went in the airport. And we got up to the counter. And they were like, sorry, it's full. Ugh. And so we couldn't get through security because we were checking a bag. So we had to wait like outside of security where there's not much space or things or restaurants or anything for about 10 hours. That's the worst feeling. Like you just want to be home. Right. And we could have done something else. Like we could have tried to store our bags somewhere and Ubered somewhere. But we were just like content to sit there and read our books. Yeah. Yeah. At least you had books. <laughs> This lady came up to us, though, while we were charging our phones, and I say that this happened for a reason, that this is why we were stuck there. even <laughs> Hanging out for be- 10 hours. <laughs> because this lady was in a walker. She like, couldn't walk very well, and she had like three giant suitcases, mm. and she was like trying to charge her phone, and it wasn't... You know when your phone dies and it takes a while to come back on once you plug it in? Yep. So she like didn't realize that or something, and she kept trying to plug her phone in. Or just and, like and stress it, and impatience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't coming on. And so she was like, can you guys help me? My friend's contact information is on here. She called me a ride and I couldn't find the person I'm supposed to, that's supposed to pick me up. Because I don't think she realized that when you're at an airport nowadays, like, and you're getting picked up by like a taxi or an Uber or something, you have to walk like a mile away in some airports to get to the place where they are supposed to pick you up. And this lady was confused and couldn't find that. And her phone was dead. And so we let her use our charger. And we figured out that her charger, there was nothing wrong with it. But <laughs> And then she like contacted her friend via face my Facebook. And it turned out to be okay. She found a ride. But we helped her. So That's good. Yeah, that's it was hard. meant to be. <laughs> well, overall, good trip though, it sounds like. Good trip. Yep. And we're glad you're back. Glad to be back. While you were on the West Coast, I was in Nashville for a work event. And as part of it, we got an evening activity to go to the Grand Ole Opry, which was a lot of fun. And we got to see Luke Combs get inducted into the Grand Ole Opry, which has only been like 12 in the last 10 years. So it was just like a lucky night. Luke Combs is like a happening guy these days. He's everywhere. So trendy right now. Yeah. And I didn't know I knew as many songs as I did. I still don't really understand the Grand Ole Opry. Can you explain it to me? So the Grand Ole Opry, it's just like a membership. Because when we visited... They have like a committee that decides. Yeah. Okay. And then an, a, a member has to be there to like present and induct someone oh, in. So Craig Morgan so was cool. there. Oh, You got to see that. Yeah. And then they can show up whenever they want and they have to let them play essentially. It was very cool and unexpected because it obviously doesn't happen that often. And then after the Grand Ole Opry, we went out to a bar in Nashville and I had a really weird experience because I went to show the person my ID and he the first thing he said to me was, let me see your Facebook. And I was like, what? And he's like, let me see your Facebook with like no context. This is the only two things he said to me. And I was like, is he just being creepy? Like, I don't know how to respond to this. Like my boss is right behind me. Like what's going on? And I was like, I don't want to show you my Facebook. What do you, why? He's like, I can either keep your ID or you can pull up your Facebook and show me what your date of birth is. I was like, I don't even know if it's on there. He goes, well, let's find out. And so I pulled it up and I guess my whole birthday was on there. So it matched. And he's like, okay, I caught three fakes already tonight. But I was like, he was going to keep my real ID if I didn't have my birthday on Facebook. 
I mean, you maybe could have like figured it out. Maybe. I don't know how else I would have proven it though. So part of me was flattered also because I'm 27. Yeah. I don't, but I don't know if they can do that. Like I don't, I don't know what the actual legal rules are for that. I don't either, because he had a handful of IDs he had confiscated that were fakes. Well, yeah, bouncers all the time have handfuls of IDs. Right, but I probably could have gotten it back somehow, but I don't know. I was well, like, I think he just said that to scare you. Like, I don't think he actually could have taken it. Taken it? Like, there's other ways that you can prove or, like, have other people vouch for you, or you could have just left. Right. Because I don't think they can keep it yeah he was starting to take it and make me leave but yeah because you can scan it like there's ways of telling if it's real right and obviously they don't have that technology apparently but that happened to my sister one time really she was trying to buy because the minnesota ids for some reason look so fake well it's because they're like flimsy yeah. the old ones anyway i saw the old one and so she she lives in montana and that was before she had her montana id and she was trying to buy like cider or something <laughs> and in the grocery store and the person tried to keep her id and like was threatening to cut it up and she was like dude no like i will call the cops right now and can prove to you that it's real like you can't just take it and cut it this is my real id yeah so i sometimes think that they just do that as like a power move probably but i had never had that happen before because usually they like i've never had anyone question it or like had to pull up my facebook before so i was like okay that reminds me of when we were in nashville when gave my id to the bouncer and he was like oh we have the same birthday it was like same year (laughs) that's right and i was like brother Because clearly having the same birthday makes you siblings. I love it. Could have been twins. Twinsies. Yes. Anyway, so I've just been keeping a list since you've been gone of things I, since you've been gone, I felt like I was going to start singing. Thank you. (laughs) Kelly Clarkson, never far away, of things I feel like I need your opinion on. Articles, random things, so. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm happy to offer that. Perfect. (laughs) I've been waiting. (laughs) Okay, so the first one. I read an article, and be prepared. This might make you kind of sad. I'm already sad. I just drove for an hour in a monsoon. Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm glad you're here and safe. Darn weather. I'm getting over it. The title of the article was, Nicholas Sparks is an asshole. I read about this slash heard about it, I Okay. Think. I didn't know. Like, I've never looked into his life at all, but you read about the his whole school thing. No, I did not read it more. I probably saw a headline and was like, eh, whatever. Because I already knew he was like kind of a sketchy guy because you can't trust a guy who writes all these crazy romantic novels and then is actually divorced in real life. That's totally fair. Oh, it's passing a lot of judgment for I not mean, really knowing much about his situation. Well, so I just like want to... So I went to a Reddit thread to do a little more digging and... I'm going to read you my favorite response. So the the whole controversy is he's he owns a Christian school, like he runs a Christian school, and they wanted to start an LGBT club, and basically oh, he put the kibosh I, on that. Okay, think about it. White man, obsessed with the South, owns right. a Christian school, obviously. I'm 0% surprised, but the best comment was like, Nicholas Sparks believes that marriage is between one teenage man and one teenage woman who is dying. Oh. aka a lot to remember <laughs> so we shouldn't be surprised <laughs> yeah i mean that's only one book no i know and i like his books but i didn't know anything about him and yeah i'm not really surprised but i was wondering if you had heard 
No, I did not read more into that, but yeah, I'm really not surprised. Also, Reddit is super overwhelming for me. I can't really get into it because it's just a lot of like grammar errors and <laughs> the, like comment after comment, and I don't know where to start. Yeah, I only go if I need some details or some like, I only go for specific things, I feel like. I don't frequent Reddit. What is Reddit? Is it just like message boards? Like you post about something and other people will comment? Yeah, there's like groups, I think. But yeah, there's basically, yeah, you post something and then comment away. Interesting. <laughs> I feel like that's becoming the new Facebook or Facebook groups is becoming the new Reddit. That's true. I feel like Reddit's still really popular for people that are probably cooler than me. But mm. or nerdier than me. Yeah. <laughs> or have a lot more it's, time on their hands. It's than you. like a yeah, it's like a niche like part of the world. <laughs> if you're a Reddit frequent what Reddit user and have some benefits or like pros and cons. Pro- pros, please share them with us because I don't get it. Yeah, let's try let's figure out how to get Emily on board with the Reddit scene. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if you you ever will, but you can just you can try. try. <laughs> so another article we've talked a lot about millennials because we're the worst, as everyone knows. And it was complaining about how millennials don't answer the door if they're not expecting someone, which feels like just good sense. Do you ever answer the door if it's like? If you don't expect someone to be coming over. I actually was thinking about this recently and especially now because, because I lived in an apartment for two years and so no right. one like randomly comes to your door when you live in an apartment. But now that I live in a house, it's like easier for people to just like come in random or like come off the street. Yeah. And no, I don't answer the door. But I feel like it's because my parents were always like, don't answer the door. And now I can't really see who's at the door unless like the other person can see me. Uh-huh. So I just like hide and then I can't see who it is. Whereas like when I was little at my parents' house, I could like peek out the window and see who it was. But whenever, yeah, whenever we were home alone, it was always like, don't answer the door. Let it be the person will leave and they'll come back. And so maybe that's where it comes from. But that makes sense. I feel like I lived out in the country growing up. So like no one ever knocked on our door. I remember there were like two times where I regretted having to having answered the door since living in this house. The first one, I like answered it and shouldn't have. And that's when I got served <laughs> papers. Oh. <laughs> Wait, it, was it like a police officer? No, I think probably an off-duty police officer. I think they weren't in like uniform or anything, which... Hindsight, like, I'm opening the door to a random, like, guy. Yeah, there's just so many sketchy stuff happening. And sometimes I'm like, is there more sketchy stuff happening now? Or do we just hear about it now? Because there's so many channels for these stories to get through. I think that, too. Because then, so I heard about this article on a different podcast. And then they're like, wait, are millennials killing the serial killer industry? Like, as a joke. But, like. Yeah. Well, part of it for me is, like, scared don't want to like have it be like a dangerous person and the other part is like extreme introversion like just don't talk to me i'm in my house so <laughs> just right? leave me alone so recently i was expecting my neighbor to come over so i had the blinds open the door was open like i just had the screen door closed so someone knocked and i like looked over and i was like thinking it was going to be them and i made eye contact with these 
two random guys and I was like crap I can't just like ignore them now they've seen me and then I answer the door and they hand me a thing of like air freshener and like we're from they didn't even say what company they're from like but they were like can we give you a like a sales pitch or something I don't know those aren't the words they use but I was like no I actually have people coming over and they're like we'll take any time you have and I was like Okay, it might be easier to just like hear their spiel and get them to leave and then hopefully my friend like my neighbor comes over quickly and I was like okay and I was expecting him to just like talk about whatever he was selling he runs to his car and grabs a vacuum to give me a vacuum cleaner demonstration and I was like no I can't sorry I don't want this I've, I know what you're selling and he's like okay can I have the air freshener back and I was like yeah here you go bye God speaking well, that was great timing. Yeah, someone just came and knocked on your door. <laughs> that I wasn't expecting our guest for next week. He was a half hour early, 32 minutes early. Actually. Yes. And so we were literally just talking about how we don't answer the door when we're not expecting anyone. So I tiptoed over to the door and. You like slowly, slow motion. Well, because otherwise, if you walk, they can hear you and mm-hmm. they're going to keep knocking. They, they. Okay, it was our good friend, but. <laughs> Anyway, we're helping uh, combat the serial killer industry because we're not answering the door for anyone. Stay safe out there. Yes. PSA. (laughs) Did you hear about the Taco Bell Hotel? It's sold out. First of all, have you ever had Taco Bell? Only the Cinna Twist. Okay. I like those. And then... I've had the the fries. They came out with like the nacho fries. Oh, I've heard of them. I've had like two fries and that's the only Taco Bell I've ever had. No, no, no. That's false. When they had the chicken taco. Oh, I do remember. Was this in college? No, it was a couple years ago. Okay. I can't remember if it was Taco Bell or some, somewhere else, but they had these like chicken chips, like nacho chips, but like they were chicken instead. They also had like the chicken taco where it was like a chicken nugget wrapper for your like tortilla instead of a tortilla like a a really thin chicken nugget was it good i did not try the taco but i had the chicken chip and it tasted like a really thin chicken nugget okay it's disappointing so (laughs) well the taco bell hotel is a pop-up hotel in palm springs and it sold out in two minutes guests get to stay in a wall-to-wall decorated taco bell artwork room They get to wake up to a Taco Bell breakfast delivered to their door and float in the pool on a giant Taco Bell sauce packet rack. I feel like Taco Bell is like glorified for some reason above all the other fast food restaurants. Yeah, it's like almost like cool to be like it's kind of yeah, it's trendy. It's like got a like a cultish following (laughs) minus some of the cults. Like you never hear someone say, yeah, let's stop at Wendy's on the way home. (laughs) I mean, no, you're correct. No one says that. Or Burger King or, I mean, McDonald's sometimes, but. I did hear, I think it was on a podcast or something, though, that Taco Bell has, like, the healthiest options, like, if you're going to try to get something healthy. So I I guess there's that going for it. But, yeah, I think people, I mean, people just, like, I feel like it's also kind of popular to, like, tacos. That's true. When, like, it's either pizza or tacos is, like, favorite foods and pizza isn't as fast, so. (laughs) Now I'm hungry. I know. I'm like, okay, tacos, please. Moving on. Did you ever have an emo fad in high school? An emo phase? Yeah. 
Oh, for sure. not bad. Yes. As emo as a suburban... Private school kid. (laughs) Yeah, suburban private school white girl can get pink Hollister polo shirt listening to Cartel and Jack's Mannequin. Yes. And something... No, something corporate is also the same guy as Jack's Mannequin, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And Andrew McMahon. I have this Spotify playlist that I made called Dinosaur Shirts because... It was like freshman, sophomore year of high school when I was in that phase. And for some reason, I thought it was cool to wear, you know, Delia's. We've talked about Delia's on the podcast. Yeah, already. it was closing and then they came back with like a limited. Yeah, so Delia's sold all these graphic t-shirts and I loved the ones that had dinosaurs on them. Yeah, And I thought dinosaurs were like the coolest thing. So I had all these dinosaur t-shirts during those years. And so I call my Spotify playlist with all the music I listened to. In high school, dinosaur shirts. I love it. Is that a is that a public playlist? It is. So if you want to go, <laughs> my dinosaur know, shirts on Spotify. Jam out to that later. Oh, the academy is boys like girls. Yes, Sherwood was a another band I really loved. Oh, I don't know if I know who they are. They're good. They're not really emo, but it's like kind of that. Same. Yeah, cute is what we aim for. Oh my gosh, the best. They were touring recently. I feel like I feel like they came to the Twin Cities. The Hush Sound, another good one. Oh, I was never a fan of the Hush sound. Really? Yeah. They it's they're one of those bands where every song sounds different. Okay. Because they have a guy singer and a girl, and so like the girl seems sings some songs, the guy sings some. Yeah. Sometimes they sing together. You you never know what you're gonna get, and all their albums are different. My good friend from high school, or my BFF from high school, Rachel, was like obsessed with the Hush sound. Every Avenue. I didn't listen to them either. Every Avenue. Yes. They're great. I saw them. They came to like a random college in southern Minnesota and I went <laughs> to the <laughs> concert. We went to the Somerset. Yes, we did. In like a sketchy garage venue. Sketchy, but also in like a the burbiest suburb. <laughs> the worst city in Minnesota. <laughs> Burnsville. Sorry. Is it considered the worst? Uh, in my By, opinion. Oh, it's because you, yeah, summer job. <laughs> all-time low, obviously. Oh, yes. So I've been to an all-time low concert four years ago. Was it at Warp Tour? No, it was <laughs> at The Myth, which is like yeah. a really random concert venue. It looks like a big cardboard box in the middle of a <laughs> parking lot. <laughs> Would you agree? I've never been there. Oh. When at the concert, they let people come up on stage. They like invited this guy up on stage, and he was probably like maybe in his late teens early 20s and you could tell he was just like the biggest all-time low oh my gosh on earth and that it was making his life to be up on stage with the band they weren't gonna like have him sing or anything so he was just kind of bopping around yeah and i took a video of him because he was just like throwing his body around (laughs) in in every direction and it's probably one of the funniest things i've ever seen i love it and then they gave him the microphone, but they <laughs> clearly turned it off so because you he couldn't just hear anything. <laughs> probably for the best. We don't want a rando up there singing, probably. So this article, it will post it in the episode notes. It talked about where everyone is now, like all the boy bands we were obsessed with. And the one I thought was most interesting, were you ever a My Chemical Romance fan? Not really. No. no. So I was obsessed. But have you seen on Netflix the previews for the Umbrella Academy? No. I feel like it keeps coming up as suggested, but it was written by Gerard Way. And like apparently all of the people from My Chemical Romance are like writers of like comics and stuff and like 
Gerard Way created the Umbrella Academy, which is now a Netflix TV series. Ooh. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Where are they now? Where are they now? We'll post it so you can see where your other faves are. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's the greatest. Brief pause to watch the video of the all-time low biggest fan dancing on stage. <laughs> it's just like this random guy dancing around behind the band. I love it. He looks like he's having the time of his life. Did you ever listen to the White Tie Affair? Not like regularly, but I have heard of them. I was just trying to think of them because I remember listening to their CD on repeat and I could not remember the name, so I had to look it up. I feel like that music is still like there. Like there's still bands, like new bands coming up with that same kind of music, but I just don't follow it anymore. There is. I wonder, do you feel like kids though, like are growing up and listening to that or not really? Like I feel like everyone can talk about like loving a boy like one of those kind of bands like uh, in high school but do you think high schoolers now listen to that or it's still like our generation listening to that kind of music i don't know i don't know enough kids these days me neither i feel like k-pop is popular that's true it's true we had a girl that lived on our dorm floor sophomore year of college who was obsessed with k-pop and we thought she was the weirdest person ever and she was kind of weird but but now it's like a thing she was like a trendsetter yeah she she was beat the, the rush edge. yeah beat the rush I don't know. <laughs> early adapter yeah there we go okay the last article i wanted to get your thoughts on because we were both recently on planes did you hear about the lady for in that was flying air canada and woke up cold and alone on a plane all by herself yes i did hear about this and i don't necessarily believe that really? it's true because it became an article but it stemmed from a facebook post that was posted by not her like it was posted a by her friend. friend so the npr article i read said air canada confirmed it yeah and apparently they were like super apologetic and like have been contacting her like we don't know how this has happened and we're gonna like look into it and inform an investigation but like the last sentence of the article said air canada has confirmed essentially they confirmed that they left a lady stranded on a plane yeah because it sounds like like she fell asleep like as you do on a plane and no one woke her up and then they just like parked the plane somewhere okay you say you fell asleep as you do but i would wake up <laughs> i cannot sleep on planes and i feel like that's common maybe she was but like can you seriously say that if you fall asleep, that it's possible to fall asleep and not wake up as people are getting up shuffling past you so i was skeptical of that too but maybe she's like an anxious flyer and took something I guess, yeah. Getting stuff out of your, your overhead bins, banging your, your head. Yeah, it's it sounds unbelievable, but I don't know. The last sentence just says, a representative for Air Canada confirmed Adams's account and adding they remain in contact with her. That's like basically being on a roller coaster and, and falling asleep and not waking up. Yeah. When you're coming in for a landing. The only thing I can think of is, yeah, she took something to like mm-hmm. knock her out, but still... Well, it, yeah, no, it's still yeah. not her fault. Like, right. what? They're just and like, good night. Right. And it feels like there should be a safety precaution because it, it, it said she, like, found a flashlight in the cockpit and then was able to open the door. But then it was, like, a big drop because there wasn't a sky bridge. So she, like, shined the flashlight enough till someone, like, 
moving luggage came and like helped her which would be scary did she not have a phone it said her phone was dead of course of course coming back full circle to your story about being at the airport yeah that lady the old lady was like let this be a lesson to you young people charge your phone kids she didn't have a southern accent (laughs) sounded good in the pacific west no the lesson wasn't <laughs> charge your phones the lesson was don't store all your information in your phone oh, that's why i don't have i have very few numbers memorized although i could probably call my parents without i have my parents my sister my brother and my husband yeah my parents and my sister he had my number memorized way before i had his number really memorized. i didn't even think of having it memorized for like the longest time but he already had mine memorized. did he tell you to memorize it yeah he was like come on <laughs> He was offended. <laughs> he like quizzes you every night at dinner. Like, <laughs> no, I mean it was like probably like a year and after we were dating. Yeah, and the conversation <laughs> came up. I was flattered though that he had my yeah. number memorized. Casey needs to call you on a in a bind. You never know if he's ever stuck on an airplane. I've had to because now whenever something asks for emergency contact, I always put him when I used to put my mom. Yeah, interesting. That is interesting. You don't think about because like I. Yeah, I always put my dad down, but then for like my beneficiary for everything right now, I have my sister. So basically, if I ever suspicious surroundings, suspicious circumstances surrounding my death, it's probably my sister because she's the beneficiary on everything. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay, she'll be my first suspect. Perfect. Inspector Emily. (laughs) Watch out, Hannah. (laughs) It was so great to be back on the floral couch. Yeah. Back to real life. Although it's summer, so things are still a little crazy yes we'll have some fun episodes to come and fun experiences to fill everyone in on yeah maybe we'll take you on some of our upcoming weekend adventures let's do it stay tuned for that thanks everybody for listening to this episode of floral couch conversations you can find us on social media instagram facebook at floral couch conversations you can email us at floral couch conversations at gmail.com if you have any questions if you have any feedback anything you want us to know any topics you want us to cover just send us an email if you're liking what you're hearing please leave us five stars and tell everyone you know and if you've shared it on your social media we'd be stoked and that'd be awesome thanks everybody Bye. bye